One, two, three, four, I'm testing. Yo, peace, 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 my people. Welcome to yet another episode of ADQ's Renaissance. I'm your host with the most, keeping 100 from coast to coast. Through God, I boast ADQ. Tonight, y'all, we have a powerhouse, powerhouse, powerhouse episode. Now, it's funny, I just said tonight, but I'm not going to release this episode until tomorrow morning. This episode will be the dopest way to start your Friday. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, today, today, tonight, whatever, this particular, um, this, this particular moment in time and space, we will be having, returning to ADQ's Renaissance, my sister, Nakisha Rice. Keisha Graves, Keisha T. Brown, Nakisha Rice, whatever she feel like calling herself when we talk to her. <laughs> yeah, man, she's back. She's back. Yo, uh, when I saw on her website that uh, she put my interview, uh, put our interview on there, I was touched. I was touched, you know. I, I, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so why is she back? Am I, do I want to have a conversation with my friend? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Do I want to see what she's been up to? You know, you know, that's cool, you know. Shout out to her and Kilo, you know. Save the arts, save the arts. They're saving the arts. Very nice, very nice. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure we're all wondering um, when what fairy tale 2 is going up. We do, we do, but that's not the reason why I had to bring her back. The reason why I had to bring her back <clears throat> is because she wants you cornball thirsty individuals to stay out of her inbox so bad that she made a song about it. Yeah, and she's rapping. You know, I remember, I remember, um, a few years ago, we were doing seven together and me and Keisha were talking about our, 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 our play schedules, how much we, how much we all had going on. You know, she hits it hard. Like I hit it hard. You know what I'm saying? She's a kindred spirit, like for real. She's a kindred spirit as in, in regards to grinding and whatnot. Um, and when she revealed on our last episode that uh, she is dropping a rap album, I'm like, what? It makes perfect sense. I mean, a lot of poets, you know, she's definitely a poet. A lot of poets go from, you know, Put their poetry to a beat and try to rhythm rhythmic their delivery with it, thus rapping. Does that make any sense? I hope it makes some sense. Anyway, pretty much in order, in, pretty much to bring it to a bottom line, Keisha is dropping her single Inbox. 
and it's going to be the first single off of her upcoming album, 313. I, my people, am greatly looking forward to this. I'm greatly looking forward to the album. I heard Inbox. Woo! Again, Inbox is going to make you cornball, thirsty individuals stay about her Inbox. <laughs> Yo, like, 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 I view Keisha like a sister. 100%. 3 billion percent platonic. I was scared to go into an inbox and invite her back to this after hearing that. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, we're going to get into it. We're going to see what was her inspiration. We're going to see who has been kind of like her lyrical, her lyrical idols. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... We're gonna talk a lot of hip hop, and I'm and I'm really looking forward to it. Like me, when I write, I'm sure you, I'm sure that you all who have noticed my rapping, um, or even my poetry, my rhyme, my rhyme pattern. You know, I try to make, I try to, I try to make, you know, five words rhyme, like basement, amazing, faceless. Cage then, you know what I'm saying? That's me. Cage in, that's me. Um, that rhyming pattern came from hearing Commons, The Corner, some Eminem freestyles, some Black Thought freestyles. You know what I'm saying? The wordplay is impeccable when it comes to the when it comes to those rappers. So yeah, man. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into it. So, um So as we await the arrival of Keisha to talk about this, y'all know how I like to start every single word, I mean every single episode, and that's in the word. And I could greatly, greatly identify with this. Um, let's see. We're gonna go to Isaiah chapter chapter twelve verses one through four. You know what? Chapter one through five. In that day you will sing, I will praise you, O Lord. You were angry with me, but not anymore. Now you comfort me. See, God has come to save me. I I will trust him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me glory. With with joy, you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. In that word, in that wonderful day, you will sing. Thank the Lord, praise His name. Tell the nations what He has done. Let them know how mighty He is. Sing to the Lord, for He has done wonderful things. Make known His praise around the world. I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord because the Lord has been oh so good to me. You see, I try when I talk about God, I try not to use the same type of verbiage that you will hear from church. I just gotta come at funky like ADQ style. You know what I'm saying? And the Lord has been so good to me. Yo, um, I'm about to start back school. I'm about to start back at GTCC. I got 72 credits. 50, 50 credits away from my bachelor's, y'all. 50 credits away from my bachelor's. I was misdiagnosed with ADHD 
Mine's 11. There are people who are close to me who think I am the dumbest person in the entire world. Yet, I am 50 credits away from my bachelor's. Ain't God good. I was offered a job as a preschool teacher in this pandemic, y'all. Ain't God good. I am. I got piss poor credit. Y'all pray for my credit. Look, we're going to work on that credit. Anyway, I got piss poor credit. Yeah, I have a roof over my head. Ain't God good, yo. I will tell anybody who's willing to hear that I serve a mighty God. Look, yo, I have been able to put out talented... I mean, I have been able to expose my talent and my gifts and my passions in life. You know what I'm saying? I serve a great God. Praise Him. Yeah, I had a moment there, y'all. First person who tells me I should be a preacher, I'm going to punch you in your face. <laughs> so, yo. And, you know, Keisha's a Christian, too. So, that's why I call her my sister. She's my sister in Christ. We are going to talk about Inbox. We're going to talk about 313. We're going to talk about everything that is going to make 313 a classic. I see this and I see a classic. Y'all keep it locked. This is ADQ's Renaissance. people welcome back to adq's renaissance it's your boy adq now let's get into our let's get into our guest last time she was here i gave a long emphatic epic introduction so i will need y'all to go back to that episode and rewind that long day introduction i was gonna say i was gonna say you know last time she was here we talked to the, the rapper. I mean, I, 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 we talked to the actress, her. We talked to the producer, the producer, her. We talked to the poet, her. We talked to right. We talked to the writer, her. And then right at the end, she said, "Oh, by the way, I'm dropping a new album called 313. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to the rapper, her, right now today. <laughs> Let me welcome back to ADQ's Renaissance, my sister Nakisha Rice. Keisha, what up? Thank you for having me. What's going on? Not much. Just sitting here playing with my locks. <laughs> playing with my locks. Uh, uh, getting over that daggone stone that was taking place. What's up with you? Oh, yeah. I am on my way home. Just left another interview. Ugh. Yeah, shout out to Saeed. Shout out to Kilo. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm loving how y'all saving them arts. Love how y'all saving them arts. Thank you. Thank you. Now, what we're mostly going to talk about, Keisha, is why, why I was afraid, a little hesitant, to contact you in your inbox. <laughs> when, oh. I, when I contact you, I'm talking to you like a brother. I'm talking to you three kajillion percent platonically but still something in my spirit was saying don't go into her inbox <laughs> see the difference is you come and say hey Keisha blah 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 you don't just throw away you don't just be like 
Good morning, beautiful. Who are you, sir? <laughs> I don't know. So if you go in my inbox with a, a conversation, like you about some business and not, then it's different. So, so, so dudes have actually hit up your inbox with a random wave. That's a little stalkish. Mm-hmm. Um, just a hello, beautiful. Uh huh. What in the world? Are these dudes who are over thirty? Yeah, all, yeah, all of them was over thirty. I didn't get any young. I didn't get any youngins. Oh my God, yo! I'm thirty-four, and even I know, yo, if you gonna holler at girl, first of all, check her relationship status. Some individuals are off the market and one hundred percent unavailable, and even if they holler, and even if they holler, then that's just being disrespectful. Yeah, they they brave. Most of the times, I just delete it. I don't even. I don't even end up. So most of the time, you delete it. You don't even answer. Also, what you do is you make a song about it. <laughs> yeah, make a make a nice about it. So y'all going to hear, y'all going to hear said song at the end of this episode. But first, first, Keisha, let's go back to the beginning. You said, you said on your YouTube post, what got you into rapping? It was Uh with a feature on a John Black, shout out to Black, on a John Black song. Yeah, so normally. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm about to say normally like on my poetry, got two poetry albums out, but I would do one rap or on the second one I had, which just for fun, you know. So then I had the feature. Uh, John Black was like, "I'm gonna get you the feature on my album." I was like, "Oh, who me? Okay then." Uh, so I did the feature, and while I was recording him and Tamora, who was my producer, Tamora Ellis. They was like, you should do a rap album. I was like, yeah, nah, that's not for me. It's not in my area. Well, here we are with a finished rap album. Apparently it is in your area. So I'm going to tell you this. I greatly admire this because I greatly admire what you're doing because you are further extending your artistic energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I dropped my first. I dropped my first mixtape when I was 21. You know what I'm saying? I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I was just trying to like put something artistic out there. You, this is like this kind. Of, this is like another notch on the artistic belt for you. How you feeling about it? I'm super nervous. I'm super excited. Um, and I just know that in the end, I just love to create. So this is just another creation, very therapeutic. You know, when you, when you create it, I don't know if every artist is, but for me, it's therapeutic when I'm creating. It's a good energy. It's a good vibe. So just creating the album, it was just refreshing. All right. So how many tracks is on it? 13. 13. That's a good number. 13. Um, mm-hmm. Straight through. Significant. Oh, 
the three is flipped, so it looks like a butterfly because we both love butterflies. That is that's very beautiful. That's very beautiful. I know that when you, I know that when you play that, she'll be up there jamming with the jamming with the ancestors. <laughs> she might even tell some angels to say about her inbox. So, so as you were. No more signals messed up. I believe you. Do you get the I top be- of, you get the you can cut up and, and bring it together? <laughs> Well, actually, what I like to do is I like to keep it. What I like to do, hold up. Uh, I have I have my fan on, and I'm pretty sure that makes me sound choppy. But what I like to do is I keep it raw. I like to I like people to know the struggle, what whatever hiccup takes place, you know, so it could be more authentic. Does that make Does that okay. make sense? I got you. All right, so okay. what so you were telling me about it. So what? Toby and Weegway, that's who was my inspiration during my writing process. Okay, Toby and Weegway? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. You gotta, I'm look, him up. You gotta look him up. I'm, it's, and he's, he's local, and I know um, that I had already had tickets to his show. It was like April 3rd of last year, and you know, my sister passed on March 29th, but I still went to the show I just needed to clear my head, but it, it, he was—he had it in Durham, and it was—it it was a really good show. So you is just he, look him up. Is he Greensboro local or Winston local? Mm-mm, he is—he's um, not local. Well, he's—he's—he's he's, he's Houston, Texas, or he's Texas. I don't know if it's Houston. Okay. Does he have like that? Does he have like that Houston sound or his own independent sound? I think he got his own sound. Like he—he's just totally different. He started out doing like get twisted Sundays. And you can see it like on his Instagram, and then he like he would put out a, a song every Sunday, I think. But that's that's just how he. Okay, okay, I'll uh, I'm, I'll definitely look him up. Um, who? what the problem is because I'm home I'm getting this interview if it kills me daggone it <laughs> I don't know if it's the weather like because now I'm actually home on my Wi-Fi. I think I know what it is your phone don't like dark skin people <laughs> not true <laughs> alright your phone don't like Virgos then not true either but now I'm playing uh, so who else uh who else inspired you during your writing process? Like I said, also, you know, Lauren Hill always in the, in that background. Like, she's dead. Lauren! Woo! I'm sorry, go yes. ahead. Yeah, because, you know, she was she was just dope. You know, I, I wish she would come back, would come back with some stuff, but just her whole flow, like, and she wasn't talking about mess either, you know, but, um, yeah. That's pretty much it, and it's just like like I was saying, I would I was just waking up with with lyrics. Like I'm not one of those people. I don't like to sit down and try to write. I really don't. I don't like to sit down and try to write. I like for it to like come to me, and then I also 
I didn't write to any beats. I wrote all my lyrics, and then he made the beats around my lyrics. See, um, a couple points there. Number one, Lauren, I mean, how many people do you know out there who is a legend off of one album? Exactly. Well, like, she was with the Fugees, but, you know, that miseducation was everything. Well, 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 okay. So if, if people were going to credit Lauren Hill, uh, you know, let her legendary status be uh, predicated upon her time with the Fugees, they would say the Fugees were, were, were legends, which they are. Clef and Pride. But mm-hmm. you know, that miseducation, it was just, it was a game changer. Yeah, she made Nicki Minaj and all of her whackness bow down. <laughs> you know, I don't like to talk about people's artistic expression. You know, because you know everybody's not gonna like what you do. I know everybody's not gonna like my style because, especially the younger generation, they want that raw. They just want I don't know what they want that rawness right now, and you know I don't. That's not the way I flow. You know, I'm more like motivational type. I'm not you know out here talking about what I'm wearing what chains I got on if my booty's out what I'm drinking, who I'm doing no. Well 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 uh, the song in question that made me hesitant to uh, get up in your inbox and uh, shoot you an invitation it sounds like you know. It sounds like something that a younger audience could appreciate. I think so too, which is funny because I was doing my uh, music video, so I was gonna try to get one of the girls that work with me. She dances, and I was trying to see if she was available to dance in the music video. And she just she just knows me so much as her manager. Like, so I had sent her the song. They couldn't do the dance because you know of the COVID and somebody was on the other girl was on quarantine with her family but she was like I but you're just Keisha like I it sounds like something you know that they would listen to but she was like but you just you're just Keisha like she just can't see me doing that she can't see me rapping but she liked it Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Keisha. I'm sorry. No, I was saying, but she, but she liked it, but she just couldn't get over the fact that it was me. <laughs> I mean, anybody who is a true artist can can um, can like put you in that atmosphere if you present it. Like that's like me just seeing Keisha and just seeing fast fast hoish church girl whose butt was staring at. During the during our entire time doing the play, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mind you, I did not want to stare at your butt, but uh, yeah, I know. I try. You to know. Be, I try to be respectful. Anyway, my point is, my point is, a true artistic mind can say, okay, Keisha could be a fat, Keisha could be a fast church girl, or she could be a bougie woman who's about to get dunked at the altar for another dude whatever but this is Keisha who is presenting herself uh in the stratosphere as a uh as an MC mm-hmm. you, go. you got bars you do appreciate you appreciate you you do like um like for one thing it was it would be virtually impossible for you to write the type of 
poetry that you write. Uh, it'd be um, impossible for you to write the type of poetry that you write and not have bars. Mm-hmm. Like, your poetry is deep, so I'm like, so surely your rapping will be deep. Yeah, somebody said, because, you know, the one I did with uh, John Black and Otis last year, they was like, you was like one step away from rap, from rapping. But, you know, you just, it, it, I guess there's just that difference of going with the beat or going with yourself, kind of. Yeah, and also, I know me, myself, when I'm writing raps, yeah, once upon a time, I used to be like a serious rapper. But when I'm writing raps, I can't write along with beats. You know, the beats throw me off. What I do is like like you did, just uh, write songs and find a beat that like complements the words. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so what what's kind of like the overall theme of the album? Um, the mo- the motivation, like perseverance, I would say. Um, just coming out of not necessarily being nothing but working towards being something else so I would say perseverance like there's there's a, there's a little mixture like there's a couple fun tracks then there's all those those perseverance tracks I got a couple maybe about three tracks that are ba- basically geared towards my sister I have a lot of like Javetta is singing on my album Javetta Milton Otis Simpson is uh, singing on my album and Music Al, he's singing on my album. And then only rap, no, I got two rap features. John Black is uh, featured on one album track and Kilo, Rasheem Pugh, he's featured on one track. I didn't know Kilo raps. Mm-hmm. He used to be in some old school group called OCM. Dang, you know these people who I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like completely out of the loop. I'm sure you have a lot of people, all these people on your podcast that I didn't know. So we equal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, that, well, that's the beauty of, that's the beauty of this renaissance and the Harlem renaissance. Lots of people plugging in together and making beautiful art and telling people about their beautiful art. Um, so tell, so tell me this. Inbox is dropping tomorrow, which this interview is also dropping tomorrow. When's yes. the album dropping? That, so I'm doing singles. I'm trying to build up build up my audience. So, you know, this is this seems to be the best way that when I was doing my research while I was out of work. Um, so it's gonna be a, it's it's I'm dropping six singles before the album come out, so it's not even gonna be until January, probably. Please making us wait till January, y'all. You're gonna get you're gonna get half of the album by then though, and you're gonna get a music video with each album. You're gonna get behind the scenes with each album. You're gonna get the whole backstory with with each track. Excuse me. Oh, like the back, like behind the scenes, uh, in the backstory behind all behind all of them. Yep. See, that's another thing I respect about you. See, you have a. This is kind of like what you did with what fairy tale. It's like a super aggressive marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I just, you know, that way people can be more involved and, you know, like everybody may not 
see the inbox now, but they're gonna, they may catch it later because they're gonna still see me putting out the next song and all the videos that are associated with it. And it's gonna go on for six months straight. So you gotta catch me one of them months. You're gonna have to catch me. Well, um, well, I know people are going, I know that people are going to see each video and enjoy it. So tell me this. I haven't seen the inbox video. I haven't seen the inbox video yet. Nobody has. Um, no. Don't give any spoilers, but would it make all cornball thirsty men back away from uh back away from hitting up you or anyone else's inbox? Hopefully, you know, I honestly gonna say no because they don't seem to care. <laughs> they don't care. But I do have Empson Hughes, uh the comedian Empson Hughes is in my video and he's playing that guy that's in those inbox. So I actually have a little story where it's actually dialogue within this video. And so you'll get a little bit of comedy within the video. Dang, got a little side dude ink uh 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 um flavor up in there. Uh-huh. Wow. See the way you're setting it, the way you're setting it up, it's like wow, it's about to be something epic. Now tell me this. What is the ultimate goal that you want to accomplish with this particular album? Um the goal is for myself. Of course, I always want I always want to create and I always want to give, you know, to the people, to the world, my creations, just because I feel like that's God's gift that he gave to me and it shouldn't be wasted just with me. But for me, it's another goal accomplished, another creation complete, you know, just another piece of satisfaction of knowing that I carried out a goal and finished it. Do you see yourself, do you see, um, I'm going to take you into the future. Do you see yourself um, doing any more uh, hip hop records after this or, are you, or is this just one and done? I would say yes. I think I would, I really enjoyed it. Um, I guess it, it doesn't really depend on the people. I would appreciate the people, but you know, if the people don't appreciate the album or don't get into the album, that doesn't mean I'm gonna stop doing what I'm doing. Sorry, I was drinking water. Um, you yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't let that stop you because, to me, I dropped three mixtapes, right? Yep. Um, the one that the last one I dropped was back in 2013. I haven't dropped one in, in seven years. I miss it. But this is my point. My point is, my first one was Billboard Top 200. Was it even Billboard Top 1000? Absolutely not. But it was me getting out my creative energy, like you said. Yes. My second mixtape I dropped in 2008. It just sucked. <laughs> what? It suck. <laughs> I, 
I haven't I haven't heard it in like a decade, and that's probably a good thing. But my but my third one, my most recent one, uh, the one that I dropped seven years ago, is called the Organic Section. I'm so proud of that that I still listen to it. I know what mistakes there is. I know what I could have done better, but but I'm still proud of it. I still listen to it and enjoy it in full. Mm-hmm. And I think that unless you are assigned to a major record label that's trying to pull, that's trying to turn a profit and pull numbers in with your project, that's what it's supposed to be at the end of the day. Is the artist pleased with the product? Yeah. And you strike me as the type of artist that just puts all yourself in in what you do. You do not hold back at all. Well, thank you. Or am I wrong? Thank you. I do. I don't want to have to do it. So if I'm going to do it, I got to go all in. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, I want to say that's the only way I know, but that's not the way I was thinking back during my uh, earlier mixtape days. The way I was thinking was I got to produce like the dopest Christian record ever. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. you, know, you know how there's artists who are pigeonholed by their faith? I don't know if you've ever I don't know if you've ever dealt with that before, have you? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Or that okay. you are you saying in the fact that they're not doing as much as they can or doing more because of their faith? They're like holding back. Holding back because of the faith, because they're, like Yeah. Because when I dropped my first two mixtapes, I was trying to like rap in churches and gospel conferences and whatnot. That's the mindset I was in. Mm -hmm. Now, now, and this goes into my next station, uh, station, statement. Now, um, I'm trying, I'm like, I'm like you, I'm trying to like just express myself as freely as I possibly can. Yeah. If no one gets nothing else out of this, Keisha, I will. I'm, I will tell you, you inspire me a lot. Thank you. I remember once when I remember once. I think this was before or after. I don't know whether this was before. I mean, during or after seven. But you was telling me about your um, all the all the plays that you were involved in at the time, and I was like. Yo, I'm involved with in a lot of plays. Dang, Keisha's like a kindred spirit. And, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you, I look at where my life is going, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we keep it funky. I look at where my life is going, right? I'll mm-hmm. be 35 in September. You got like two years on me, right? Yeah. But you out here constantly moving, shaking, um, reinventing yourself and stuff. You are pretty much saying to all of us who are in our mid to late thirties, ain't no timetable, ain't no timetable on being on being awesome. Exactly. Cause and, they, they, 
they'll go to that Morgan Freeman. When did he start? When did he finally break free? When he was like 50? 40, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to wait that late, but <laughs> he never, you know, he didn't give up. No, he didn't. And that's the name of the game. See, a lot of people, a lot of people in our age group, right? Mm-hmm. Why does it seem like eight the eight uh why does it seem like we age babies are like the standstill babies? We get to a certain point in life, early to mid-30s, and we're like, okay, we're done. That's it. No more dreaming. It's uh it's a wrap. Have you noticed that? I guess I'm too busy trying to make it in my own world that I'm not really paying attention to what the other people are doing. But I never put it in. (laughs) I never put it in that age bracket. Well, that's one thing I noticed. But again, you out here, like you out here, you're out here changing the game. Cause yeah, when we were in set, when we were in seven, even last year when I saw you getting dumped at the altar, (laughs) I did not foresee rap album uh from you yeah <laughs> me either like tell me this tell me this um i'm gonna paint i'm gonna paint a picture for you quarantine pandemic rona all this crap is over right mm-hmm Clubs are popping again, open mic, bars, all that is popping again. You are invited to the artist block to come and spit, not poetry, rap. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, 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 Keisha, we need you to do, we need you to do inbox in person. What does Keisha do? Keisha goes, does inbox. <laughs> but how does Keisha up? <clears throat> how does Keisha feel? You know what I'm saying? Keisha would be so nervous, so out of her comfort zone level. Like it's easy now. Like you said, it's it's Rona, so I ain't gotta go nowhere. I just gotta be like stream my song. But people gonna want to see your face. So just like doing a show, just like doing um any open mic show just like doing a play I'm gonna be super super nervous but once I start you know the jitters kind of go away so I'll so I'll tell you this um, I'll tell you this and I've shared this story on this podcast before I've had that moment where I had to channel into uncharted waters and I was scared to death to do so I was once in this musical called Working, right? Mm-hmm. And the director, Mr. J. Smith, had assigned me the song Brother Trucker. Mm-hmm. Assigned me the song as in thinking the solo of it. I was like, hold up, hold up, whoa, 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 whoa. You are telling me that you want me, me, to sing a solo? Have you lost your ever-loving mind? So, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? I mean, you want the director to know that you can do whatever it is that the director assigns you to do, right? Mm-hmm. 
you because with everything you do comes a reputation and comes credibility, be it good or bad. So open the night, I'm saying to myself, wow, I'm really doing this. Like I'm really about to get out there and sing in front of people. Little ADQ fact. I don't like singing in front of people. I hate singing in front of people. I don't even <laughs> like singing in front of girls when I'm trying to holler at them. I don't like it. I've never heard you sing, so you actually you actually can sing. Rant, rant, rant. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, I can sing a little bit. Okay, I didn't well, know. So what? I said I didn't know. Well, very few. Well, very few people know. Like you had to, you had to have uh, attend. You had to have seen me in either working or Annie. Or probably even the last show that, well, it wasn't the last show I did, but this show I did uh, last December, uh, Truman Capote's Holiday Memories, where I had singing that. Mm-hmm. If you saw me in any of those, you would have heard me singing. Yeah, I but didn't the, see So what? I said, yeah, I didn't see, see it. Yeah, see, but I'm not a singer. I'm just a guy who has a very, very deep, singing background i've been in choir since i was like six years old but still what'd you say keisha i said wow that's yeah you was in that church well 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 uh i'm kind of like a church hoe not a church hoe as in someone sleeping with a bunch of people in the church but kind of like a church hoe as in i've been to a i've been to a lot of churches in my life mm-hmm I sang on the choir at black churches and white churches. Who else can say that? <laughs> Probably not but, a lot of people. No, but this ain't, why am I talking about me? This is about you. Anyway, I mentioned the whole me singing thing because that was my, that was my experience stepping into waters that I haven't been in before. Mm-hmm. When this pandemic is over tomorrow, I hope. Yeah, wishful thinking, right? Yeah. When this pandemic is over, and you're going to have to, and you will go out there and perform your song. You know, ain't um. I remember me when I when I had seen that solo, I just threw myself completely into it. I said, "Yo, yeah, I'm scared to death. I'm nervous." I did, yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared of messing up, but you know, forget it. I practice, I rehearse. Go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. I know that's what you're gonna do, and everybody gonna be, everybody gonna be standing up, and every single girl who's mad, they man, they're gonna look at the man and say, say up about my inbox. I'm like what? <laughs> yep. I think it's catchy. There's, there's no backing down now. I done, I done put it out there. I done been promoting. Ain't no way I can, I can take it back. Got to keep going forward. Yeah. And, yo, it is very, very, very catchy. I mean, shoot. It's making me want... Something that Sometimes that when I hear the song, it makes me want to say it to some girls on like. Mm. Yeah, it's for men and women. But it doesn't, it doesn't really come off that natural and man does it but uh yeah 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 i can see that be like yo baby mama say up on my inbox 
<laughs> so, yeah. what's the next single going to be? The next single is it's called The Last Will Be First. Okay, now you're getting difficult with it. Please explain that one. That's pretty much just saying that for those people who now the video is probably the video is probably not gonna display the same thing that I was intentionally going along with the song, but we won't talk about the video. But the song is pretty much saying you've been putting in you've been putting in all this work and all this that you've been at the bottom for this long, but all this work you've been putting in you will be first. No more being at the bottom, you're going to be at the top. I like that. I like that. That is... <clears throat> I like that. You know, just hearing that description of the song, that makes me think about my own life, for real. Okay. I like that. It's. I could see it being very motivational. Yeah, that's the one that uh, Music Al is singing on for me. So he his voice is his voice is awesome. So it the hook is the hook is what what got it right there. It, it's dope. Okay, so um, I want to talk more about your writing process. So I've had times when I will wake up wanting to write. But then uh, I will still be sleepy and I'll be like, man, forget this. I'll write it in the morning. What would you do? Like get up, put on some coffee, pull out a pen and pad, start writing. What would you do? No, I am not. I I don't. First of all, I don't sleep good. So I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be up for three hours. And I'm going to be trying to go back to what I call second sleep, knowing I got to get up in 40 minutes. But I normally... When I was coming up with these lyrics, I would wake up, I would record them on my phone, record the lyrics, and then I write them down later. So, I would, or if I didn't have, you know, even if you don't have all the lyrics, I will record the melody, just how I can hear it going. And so I always have that that recording to reference to when I do go back to finish writing the song. So inbox started like this. Hey, yeah, record. Stay up by my inbox. <laughs> it's no. It started. It started with why you hit me with the wave in the inbox. Cause I didn't have the hook yet. Dang. Why are dudes hitting you with the wave? I don't get it. Uh. But I like that. That's dope. So, okay. So that's one. I tell you, dope things be hitting me all the time, but then they, but then I lose them because I don't write them down or I don't record them or anything. So. And see, even when you, even when I write them down, I need the melody because I can lose the melody. So I always got to record that melody because it. I, I can look at the words and it may not come back. Now, now I'm gonna ask you a question about one individual. I keep on I keep on talking about this individual because this man did my play recently and just his investment into my art and stuff helps keep me going. But I haven't worked with this man nearly as many times as you have. What's it like? What is the companionship artistically that you have? with John Black. Are y'all like the 
I y'all like the uh, what? Who can I compare y'all to? Martin and Gina. So what? Martin and Gina. No, not Martin and Gina. I was about to say <laughs> Ossie Davis and Ruby D, except y'all ain't married to each other. Oh, uh, Ruby D worked together a ton. Um, John John Black, hey, he's become like my closest male friend. He's like he's like my best friend that's a male. So, and I think the thing the why we gel so so good is we're both we both got the same we both Aries, and so I always say that he is the male version of me. And so most people know me, I'm quiet. But you know, if you see John in the beginning, John, he be quiet and he be sitting to the side sometimes. And But you know, when you get to know me, then you you know that I'm actually a fool. I like to joke around and I like to have fun. I'm very uh, sarcastic <laughs> and we're just similar. He's that way, but he's just the male. And so when I first met him, I talked junk to him and he talked junk back and it was just, Oh, this is perfect. Because <laughs> it wasn't no type of offensive. It was just like a sarcastic back and forth. And it just worked for us. And if we don't talk junk to each other, then something's wrong. Okay, now I got okay, so we're going to take a take a, a brief step away from the subject because okay, so I need to understand something about you, Aries is Aries is this. I need to understand it. <laughs> I need to understand this because I'm currently dating the Aries. Oh. And I'm trying to figure this woman now, yo. It is hard. Ah. Yeah, we're 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 a cup, a big old cup of tea. We we a lot to swallow. Am I going to get any Aries dating points in your album? No. <laughs> No, just no. I don't know. You know, of course, everybody still has slight differences, but just know that we are a fire sign and we are a little stubborn <sighs> and we are leaders and we like to, to do things and, and don't tell me I can't do it. That type of thing. I get that vibe from her. Do y'all, do y'all clash with Virgos? I don't know. I've never talked to a Virgo. I ain't I'm, looked it up. I'm a Virgo. I've looked it up. Uh, yeah, we just gonna have to see how it. We're just gonna have to see where this goes. <laughs> Good luck. So that's how y'all Aries is show affection by talking junk. Yeah. Cause she talks a ton of junk. Yeah. I. I yeah. Okay. Now back to your music. Um, yep. Um, let um, let's see. Who handles? Uh, hold up. I was about to say who handles the production, but uh, Tamaris Ellis, he handles all the production. Yep, he produced the whole album. I've been meaning to work. I've been uh, kind of like aspiring to work with Tamaris. Oh. on music and or on um acting forever like almost forever mm-hmm. he used to be the leader of this gospel group in uh winston called 
religion over uh, relationship over religion, uh, divine something. I don't. I forgot the name of it. A very dear friend of mine was the saxophone player in it, Shantae McCoy. Uh, shout, uh, shout to her. Rest in peace to her. She was a big. She was like a big sister to me. Um, and then I saw how tomorrow started acting, getting into acting, and yeah, I'm like, dang, I've known this guy for, I'm like, I'm not like as close, I'm not like close to him like you are, but I know him, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's like I've known this guy for over, I've known this guy for over a decade, never even came close to working with him. Wow. Well, he's he's phenomenal. Like just to watch him make them tracks, like start playing those keys, and like you can see his mind working, envisioning what he's hearing. It, it he yeah, he's dope. And then of course, you know, I'm in his show. I skit um, when I when I get a chance to <laughs> to do it. Um, but he, you know, he has a a funny sense of humor as well. Hmm, yeah, uh, you need a you need a sense of humor. You need a sense of humor this day and age. So yeah. So what is your so what is your marketing campaign going to look like? Like, what areas are you trying to hit with this? You don't have to do like I put um. I'm definitely going to do some ads. I've done some things where you you try to go go ahead in and you know get on the Spotify playlist. Of course, trying to push it out to friends and family so they can push it out to friends and family. That, like you said, that word of mouth and trying to get to the radio stations. Now I know my aunt; she's a um, well, she's my godmother. She's in Connecticut, and she sent it to some of her radio station people because um, she's on the radio station. So it's just not stopping you know how you put something out and then you post about it for two days and then you done now i gotta post about it every day probably more than likely something about it every day just so that it's out there in the eye in people's faces who posts about something for two days and they done (laughs) a lot of people (laughs) okay you were saying you i thought you were saying like you like me like adrian like you no i don't know I was talking about myself too. Well, you know, you know, uh, when I've learned that when you're promoting yourself, you have to be so vigilant. You have to be the most stubborn, vigilant, most, um, you gotta have tough skin too. Yeah. Because, um, all the people that's like, another post again. Yes, another post again. Look at it and keep it moving. Exactly, exactly. Like, like um, this is this why this way I look at your push to the radio. That's dope. But um, but while you're pushing to get to, while you're pushing for one, uh, I'm thinking one or two jams, and possibly even Power ninety eight over in uh Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. If it were, if it were me, this way, this, this is the way I think. If it were me, yes, those, yes, those stations are like the 
big wigs of the um, urban of the urban genre, the urban hip hop and R and B genre right now. I gotta get my local people. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I was about to say. That's why I was about to say I would uh, make sure that the end of, that I have the independent stations as well. Mm-hmm. Because there is a ton, there's a lot more independent stations. Like shout out to 105.1. Uh they let me come on there to promote my play when I put it out last year. Um there are a lot of independent there are a lot of independent stations who don't have to answer to any sponsors. And also the numbers of them, you know, you got four people here, four people here, four people here, four people here, and stuff. I think that's how word about you uh travels. Does that make any sense? Yes. And now, also, the thing would be, you know, finding out, you know, getting that list, finding finding those independent radio stations. Sometimes you got to go through the Google or you got, or you can ask somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Like, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to tell you how I got on 105.1 to promote my joint. I'm gonna tell you about these doors. I'm about, I'm gonna tell you about a couple doors that open for me, um, just to uh, say how doors open sometimes. <clears throat> Got one five point one because uh, our sister Morgan Myers, Morgan Renee Myers. Mm-hmm. Dope. So, yeah. yes, um, I read some of her book. Uh, dang. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, she has a friend who works at 105.1. She plugged me into her friend. Me and her friend chopped it up. I told her about a pl- I told her about my play. Next thing I know, I'm on air spitting uh, spitting bars, poetry that's from my play. Mm. Um, I have I made a friend uh, off of Facebook um, who. Who is tied in with people from UNCG? Like I used to go to UNCG. You're a UNCG alumnus. Yeah. Who um, was? Who's also tied into people from Triad Stage? I'm thinking UNCG, Triad Stage from Durham. I need. I need to know this person. Mm-hmm. We, we chop it up and whatnot. Next thing I know, few a couple months later, I'm on this uh, Speak Life video. Zoom video presentation, spitting poetry, talking about how I came up out of depression and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the guy's play earlier this year. Earlier this year, I meet this lady from Durham who happens to be directing a play that was on, on the list of the plays that are being direct uh pre- presented. A few months later, me and the lady been dialoguing. She sees my hustle and stuff. Next thing I know, I'm a member of the Dramatist Guild because I put out two plays and she paid my way. These are doors that God opens. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <sighs> Says in the word, I know the things you do. I Revelation 3 and 8, I have opened a door for you that no man can close. You have great intentions with this project, so I have no doubt in my mind that God will open doors for you to get out to the masses. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like it. So, I'm sorry if I talk about myself a lot. Just, um, <laughs> I'm telling you, 
Say what? You don't know Say who need. You don't know who needs to hear that. Well, also, also, Keisha, I'm telling you, you are 100% a kindred spirit. Am I? Uh, am I? <clears throat> excuse me. Am I uh, an Aries? No. Am I? <laughs> heck no. But do I look at you and do I look at you and take notes and like, hey, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that, maybe I should do that? Absolutely. That's what's up. Thank you. I appreciate that. To know, you know, they, how they always say, as long as you reach one person, I, I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah, you know, I know you're out here reaching more than one person. Like, <clears throat> I will say this. I will say this. Kanye West. I'm going to talk about Kanye. Hope, hope. <laughs> I hope we talking about Kanye. Kanye West, when his mother died, um, he hadn't been the same since. No, he. I agree. His music has started to suck tremendously since his mother died. I'm sorry, that's my opinion, but this is my point. This is my point. Um, like I said, Kanye West hasn't been the same since his mother died. He hasn't like actually sat down and gave himself time to fully, fully grieve or anything. The man still hurting. But what if? But what if? What if Kanye, what if Kanye or anybody else who is hurting from the loss of a lover, what if they would have done? What if they would have done what you did? Mm. Yeah. I know you meant um I know that I know that that loss and that hurt is still is there and stuff. It's a process. It's a process but for however long. I mean sure, Kanye's mama died like uh I think it's been 13 years. But, mm-hmm. but your way, but your way of making her proud and stuff, and and I know that I know that that would uh, touch people like like me, like me. Uh, my grandma, uh, I lost my grandmother a few years ago. Miss her. How do I deal with it? I talked about it all throughout my play. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I know that. I know that um, with the people you reach, you're definitely going to reach somebody who is hurting for whatever reason, and that will help give them a, a reason to cope. Especially that whole, especially the last will be first joint that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think and you I, should. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was about saying I know that I don't like after that happened. I really didn't want to do anything. I wasn't interested in doing anything. I wasn't motivated to do anything. So it really took about a whole year. I mean, I still stayed doing stuff just because, just to be busy, but I wasn't really motivated to do anything. And then I started back with this album, February. And then we were finished recording everything by June because I was out of work, so I was able to get it done. So you felt so you felt that so you felt that whole um 
you're in a position. So have you felt this before? You're in a position to do something that you love doing, but your heart's just not there. You're just not motivated for whatever reason. Yes. So what's the Keisha way of getting past that? I think it, it was just finally a finally a click, like a mental click, like come on now, Keisha, you know your sister wouldn't want you just out here not doing what you love to do, because you know when I did my What Fairy Tale project, she was there, she was helping me behind the scenes film videos she was at, um, so she, yeah because she was like my behind the scenes, she, we were doing the paper route together in the morning, like I did the paper route from February to September so that I could fund my what fairy tale <laughs> whole project and so she was hearing all of my new songs first like i was was playing them in, in the morning like i was up in the morning with her at 3 a.m every morning for six months just about well not every morning about four four out of the seven and you know she was just she was there and she was hyping me up or she'll tell me that don't sound right you know she was my my first person to go to to let listen to something so I know that she wouldn't have wanted me to stop because she was enjoying being a part of my processes. So you funded what fairy tale by doing a paper route? I did. I did the paper route for like six months. <laughs> so your sister is probably saying from heaven, as I am saying from from the east side of Greensboro, Dad, going you like the you're the you're like the ultimate hustler. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I didn't want no debt. I wanted to have all of my stuff together. I wanted to pay for all my marketing. I wanted to pay my cash, you know, so I did what I had to do. So you jumped in the car and delivered delivered papers to fund what fairy tale? I did. I was throwing newspapers. I had a strong arm. (laughs) I I was rolling them up. I used to have to do a paper route sometimes with my grandmother back when I was 12. And I hated it. Bless your heart. Oh, I did it. I can't I tell you how many times I, I can't tell you how many times I would do that. And I would find every reason why not to. I would pretend like I'm sleeping when she would ask me to come. Or uh when we'd be on the route, I would have to use the bathroom really bad. <laughs> I had little sleep spots when I knew I was going to get tired. I had like four or five spots. I knew I could pull over and take a 10-minute nap. I put my little watch timer on and go to take that little nap, and then I get back to it. And then some days I, I get off the paper route 6 30, at 7. It was like about 3 to about 6.30, and I had to be to work by 9. Yeah. Dang. Again, it's that it's that hustling spirit that you have, that you have that. Ladies and gentlemen, what fairy tale was paper was financed by a paper route, y'all? <laughs> Is there any other interview platform that exists that knows that? <laughs> no. Y'all heard it hey. here first. Y'all heard it here first and only on ADQ's Renaissance. Aha. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody on the platform knew it. A couple people during that time knew it, but yeah. But yo, I just love that hustle. And you know, um, 
like I'm like both Shantae and my grandmother, they both uh died in the same year, right? Uh-huh. Uh now when I do what I do, it's kinda like it's kinda like I, I think of it like this. Same thing, your sister your sister motivated you. Shantae will always call me Oscar Winner. Mm. Um, my grandmother, she's never actually seen me on stage. So I'm like, yo, she's seeing me, she's watching me on stage, she's watching me do my thing now. If she would actually been in the audience though, watching me do time, she would have slapped me all that cussing I was doing. <laughs> Which yeah. reminds me, yo, I got uh, I gotta say this about what fairy tale. This is, these are two part. Oh my god, these are two parts about what fairy tale that I love that that I didn't mention during our last interview. Number one, when you when uh your character was separating those clothes and you were holding up the shirts of all of those shows that you were. That you were connected with, or that friend of your that, or that friend of your ours, did. That was mm-hmm. that was so dope. I wished I had done my show by then. I would be like, "Yo, Ke- Keisha, can you hold up time, please?" <laughs> yeah, I I was in rehearsal and I was like, you know what? If I'm folding clothes, I said, let me just show. I said, so before we before you come in, let me get out about three or four shirts. And so I, I can represent all of the great people in this city. Yeah, that was beautiful. And also, a phone, yo, somebody's phone kept on ringing. And <laughs> you acknowledged that in mid sentence and still stayed in character. Guess whose phone it was, though? It was, my grand, it was my grandma's phone. <laughs> It was my grandma's phone. So he called out your grandmother on stage. I, mm. I did. Ain't that a shame? Well, you know, grandma, grandma need to know too. You know what plays going on. You know. I yeah. Mean, my grandmother would slap me for that, but hey, you know. <laughs> grandma slapped me. Is slapping me for a good reason. But um, yeah, yeah, yo, Keisha, you're a juggernaut, yo, you're a juggernaut. Uh, round of applause for you. Cause I'm looking at, cause I'm looking at what fairy, I'm looking at what what fairy tale was, and now we're looking at three one three, and I know it's about to be just as big of a movement. Mhm. Yep, that's what I'm hoping for there. I think it will be. Well, here's how I know that here's how I know that the um the response to it will be epic. I mean, there's people who still have been affected by what fairy tale and see how you packed out the Greensboro Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was one of the best things when when people come up to me afterwards and be like, I'm going through this right now. Like or they'll be like, You just don't know you just told my whole story. Like that type of thing. That 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 really did make me feel good. And same thing's gonna happen with three one three. Even though you even though you're making us wait an entire six months for it. 
<laughs> you're gonna get pieces now. Don't don't say it like you're not getting nothing. I'm sorry, but I'm a fat dude for a reason. I like buffet, dad grown. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just bear with me. Just bear with me. Oh, I'm gonna bear with you because I'm I'm gonna bear with you because I'm a fan, you know. Um I'm a fan. You you got you have a you have a following, you have a deep following, and we're all gonna just walk with you. Yo, you gave out little bits and pieces leading up to what fairy tales. So shoot, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, like, yep. Yeah, um, I guess I, I like in the story in a sense. Hmm. Oh yeah. Now now um I heard the way now I heard the way you were flowing. Kind of like you know cocky fed up chick type flow in uh in uh in inbox. What would you say your flow kind of is um on the app during the album? Does it does it like switch or um do you keep one steady cadence going? You know what? Uh, we were talking about that, and that that album with the uh, Forrest Gump said that album is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna get. It's like it's just so different. It's like um, most of all the tracks sound slightly different. Some of them, I mean, I do have my my cadence, but they're they're different. It's different. Yeah, it's not. Not not too much that's similar. Crazy thing is, you on your first album, you have more juice and more swag in your flow than I've had in any of my three projects. Long time coming. Long time coming. <laughs> long time coming. Oh, yes, it is long time coming. Cause like you said, you've been you wrapped a little bit on your poetry, on your poetry joints. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know, I guess it, and then, well, actually, you know, it started in February 2019, and then it just, it went down. So I guess when I came back in February 2020, it just was a bunch of juices flowing. So, so I gotta ask you this, from MC to MC, you're MC now, by the way, you're, 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 yeah, you're a rapper now. You gotta put, you gotta put slash rapper in your name now. Uh-huh. Um, who's your top five? Who's your top five favorite favorite MCs? Oh wow, let's see. We 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 still gonna go with we still gonna put Lauren up there. We definitely gonna put Jay Z up there. Uh, we're gonna put J Cole up there. Mm. Um. Let me see. Y'all right? You're over halfway done? I know. That's that's my three. That's like my top three. Guess I ain't really... Expl- oh, uh, Andre 3000 up there. Uh, <laughs> Why you do that? <laughs> who are people going to give Big Boy his respect? <laughs> I was going to say outcast. I was going to say outcast, but that's two people. <laughs> uh, they're act. They're act. That's a loophole that I use on my top five. 
well, we can just say outcast then. Boom, that'll take care of it. That means five. I'm happy now. Continue. Oh, so you go. Oh, so uh, I, so three sex and big boy number five, right? Yep. Okay, so here's my top five. Number one, Lecrae. Mm. No, number two, Lupe Fiasco. Number three, Nas. Number yeah. four, number five, Outcast. Who was number four? Tupac. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to feel a little guilty that I don't have any women on there. <laughs> I gotta have at least one woman. Okay, so I'll give you my women's list. Here's my women's list. Number one, rap. Uh, no, no, no. Number one, Lauren Hill. Number two, Rhapsody. I love Rhapsody so much. Man, oh man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a moment. Um, <laughs> number three, Snow the Product. She kills it. Just. The heart of her. Oh yeah, she's a she's a she's a Mexican rapper. Uh, she kills it. She kills it in both English and Spanish. Wow. Um, and I hate to put Lauren below number one, but you know, oh, I've already said her. My bad. So let's see, who is number four? Who's number four? You would think you would go like go back um, and and think about like. When I was coming up, like the the rappers now, I don't listen to as much. Now, there's this one new chick that's how I got, I can't think of her name. I'm gonna Please get back to you with that. Um, Please but, don't say. Lizzo. Who are you saying? Lizzo. Please don't say Lizzo. Oh no, 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 no. But you know, I think I thought about Flowetry because you know that's who I used to listen to. Flowetry is on the list. Yeah. Oh yeah, and mind you, we're from the same generation, but oh yeah, poetry. Woo! Say yes. Oh, I say yes to them at all times. <laughs> and I was actually about to say Missy Elliott because Oh yeah, know, Missy. Yeah, I yeah. mean I'm not the biggest fan of her I'm not the biggest fan of her lyrics. She basically talk she basically says the same thing, but you know, her videos are incredible. Oh yeah, they definitely are. All them big helium trash bags and, and <laughs> she's very creative. She's very creative. And she brings out some some good artists too. Jasmine Sullivan, Tweet. I mean, I don't know if Timberland was a product of those too, but Tweet. Whatever happened to Tweet? I don't know. Dang. Tweet just Tweet just tweeted away. But yeah, Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> They basically, um, they basically took uh, took Aaliyah as took Aaliyah as the clutches of R. Kelly's pedophilia, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, and yo made her the star that she was, the star that she'll forever be. Gene Wine. Oh yep, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, because he took Timberland to Justin. True. Well, if you want to just say Timberland and stuff, you know Nelly Furtado. Oh yeah, that's right. P. Pablo, P. Pablo was hanging with them for a while. 
But yeah, but you know what? They cool and stuff, but they ain't got nothing on that Tamaris Ellis and Nakisha Rice combo. You <laughs> <laughs> silly. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to their level. It's coming. It's coming. It, it, it it's totally coming. It's totally coming. Um so Keisha, as we start to wrap up, as we start to wrap up here, what does the future hold for you? You said well, videos, but what else? Still got um two movies that we're working on getting finished. Like we pretty much got them edited with um me and Rasheen with the Save the Art. We got Rooster, we got Caking Up. I got um I started working with G Davis Productions as well. I got a show with him. We also got Generation Hip Hop, the clothing line. Go to www.generationhiphopbrand.com. Get y'all some t-shirts. Get y'all some leggings and some hats. I'm not wearing no daggone leggings, but I wear <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. And I do have What Fairy Tale 2 is written. I just got to figure out how to get it out there after after the COVID. I may, I may have to have to film it. Like, yeah. just film, film the play and then have it available because I know so many people were looking forward to part two. So, I want to get it out there to the people. Go ahead, film that thing. And uh, Generation Hip Hop, how much are the shirts? Um, most of them are 25 and 30. Or if you're online, you know, 24 99 That's the she majority. Now. <laughs> we do have some custom shirts too, but you know, those going to cost a little more because we've got custom paint painted ones and custom designs. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. You know, I like to, um, I like to support. Also, so I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you this because I see myself going into the realm of content creator, writer and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody wanted to utilize the services of say the arts tv how could somebody do that you just you're gonna have to email us you're gonna have to email us if it's within reason of something that we we're able to do and we got time to do like if you're trying to have us film something or something you you just gotta email us we can work out the details and see if it if it's if it's going to work for both of us. Not the answer I was looking for, but that works. Cool. <laughs> That's just because we got a lot on our plate. So we got to we gotta clean it up a little bit. I uh, said, so, well, yo, 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 I'm telling you me personally, I'm not out here. I'm not about to film anything anytime soon because yo first of all I gotta figure out what I'm gonna film is mm-hmm. it worth filmed and all of that I thought what happened to the Adrian 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 how did you know about that you told me I did was I not supposed to say that you kind of weren't can you delete it uh, forget about uh it's all good it's all good i told you we keep it authentic 
Now, for those who are wondering what now for those who are wondering what's Keisha talking about, me and my dramatist guild brain have conceptualized this possible idea of me doing kind of like a fictional versus battle with Adrian and Canum and Adrian Allen and calling Adrian versus Adrian versus Adrian. I just having three kajillion ideas floating around in my ADHD brain having sat down and started. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. I was just talking like that because I like being dramatic and direct. <laughs> it's all good. All right. So, so inbox coming up. I mean, inbox is going to be released tomorrow, or as Shakespeare would say, on the morrow. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Yes. Stream, stream, stream. Streaming is free. You don't even gotta buy nothing. See, uh, see, you charge so much for your products that when you say free, that just sounds funny. Free. It sounds like a foreign <laughs> language for you. <laughs> so, what are the pro so other than um so inbox is dropping tomorrow? Um next video will be the last will be first. Yep. What else is coming from? And tell the people what else is coming from the Nakisha Rice brand. Oh, we got the movies caking up in Rooster. We got the clothing line, Generation Hip Hop brand. I got a show up close and personal with G. Davis Productions and What Fairy Tale Part 2. What Fairy Tale Part 2. Okay. Now, if people wanted to hit you hit up you and uh kilo for um for your filming purposes or the eat or the interviewing that you do or they want to email you and say yo get get inbox on my station or they wanted to um to say how awesome your stuff is how can they how can they contact you keisha info at nakishawrites.com just you can email me um, if you want to DM, DM me in my inbox, <laughs> you taking a risk. Uh, all my social media is Nikisha Wright. Sure, that's probably your remix right there. Stay up <laughs> out my inbox. I told you, told you, told you, told you. <laughs> well, also, if you all want to hit me up and tell me and tell me that I should be teaching a class or that you enjoy time or uh, battle of the books or what or tell me that I look great with locks or whatever my email is adq for christ that's adq apple doll queen for christ that's like the number four in christ as in jesus christ at gmail.com my Instagram is Dion Chocolate God 85. My Twitter is Avenue ADQ underscore 85. And my Facebook is my entire government name, Adrian Dion Quarles, A-D-R-I-A-N-D-I-O-N-Q-U-A-R-L-E-S. Please don't call the CIA on me. Keisha. Yep. Yo, it was incredible talking to you again. Yeah. 
your song, your album, all that, all the music that you got coming, it is going to be fire. Yo, I'm going to walk past like five ex-girlfriends and say, stay up out my inbox. <laughs> I'm going to get a girl pregnant and say, stay up out my inbox. No, no, we not doing that. I'm going to I'm going to hook up with a Christian girl and she's going to try to save me. And I'm going to say, say about my inbox. <laughs> I'm going to borrow, I'm going to borrow money from, I'm going to borrow like a hundred dollars with someone. And then say, say about my inbox. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Uh, say what? I know I need prayer. I don't we all need prayer. Yes, we all. Yes, say that again. So, oh, oh, that's another question. That's another question. Real quick, real quick. I gotta ask you this: Will there be any songs on your project um, that will that go spiritual? Yeah, I I have two that you know ref that tread that way. Just we'll just put it like that. Okay, that's cool. All right, um, kind of like, kind of like Kanye West, Jesus is King style, or uh, more like, um, more like a gospel type sound because that's those are the ones that I have more of uh, the singing on where I have the singers. Okay, cool. Well, y'all, I look forward to listening to it. I look forward to starting my morning with it. I look forward to playing them while repenting from. Or repenting from uh, getting the girl pregnant and telling her to say about my inbox. <laughs> well, I thank you and I appreciate you having me on your show. Absolutely. And just so you know, everything you do is great, it's beautiful. You're going to be a success. You are a needed, beloved, and necessary member of the Renaissance. Your people need you and you do a great, and you do us a great service. Thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you again, Keisha. All righty. All right. Have a good night. You too. Peace. Ain't nobody getting catfish and your words ain't attractive. Get your 
pride up off the floor Won't be knocking at your door Ain't about that four for four You really is reaching Ain't no way that we'll be speaking You control all weekend This the last time I'll address it So forget the instant message Ain't no way I'm gonna check it It's a new age, everything Photoshop And the hey beautiful is the first to drop Press down, highlight, delete Another wasted second in my memory Now you Facebook calling in the evening Red button pressed, I'm so speechless Number one candidate for creep But I dodged all attempts, I'm so kingpin I see you with your hand out, you so make a wish Calling me a snack, I'm the main dish Can't peep the recipe on Pinterest Grandma taught me well, flavor's endless now Got your gun drawn, but you need to stand down Show your shooting blanks, my hypothesis sound Orange jumpsuit, you won't make it through trial Guilty, Guilty is the verdict, put your cell phone down right now. I really ain't active, ain't nobody getting catfished And your words ain't attractive Put your pride up on the floor, won't be knocking at your door Ain't about that four for four You really is reaching, ain't no way that we'll be speaking You control all weekend Last time I'll address it, so forget the instant message. Ain't no way I'm gonna check it. Like, really? How many times are you gonna hit me with the wave? And the post? And I seen your pictures, and I ain't about that 444. Ain't nobody going to Wendy's with you. I'm just saying. Say about my inbox.